Hi everyone, it's Andrea here with Tag Fashion and we have CeeLo. Right here. And lots of special guests and we'll introduce them. So first of all, we have Ty here from Fashion Forward. She is the founder and the guru with a nice shirt. Introduce yourself. Hi everyone, I'm, I'm Taisha Freeman. For those uh, that don't know me, you can call me Ty, like Ty Food. I always say that as an introduction. It seems to kind of warm the room. Love it. Um, yeah, so I am the founder of Fashion Forward, um, for which is a branding platform for local emerging Canadian designers that are looking just to kind of gain a little bit more exposure in the fashion industry and um, just kind of just building connections and networking. Awesome. Thanks for that. Do you want to introduce our designers, CeeLo? Sure. So we got Phoenix. Phoenix, we'll start with you and you can give your origin story or background. Uh, my name is Phoenix Ba, and my brand is also called Phoenix Ba. So I started design um, while I was in school in George Brown studying fashion design technique. And after that, I um, started to work on my own pieces, and last year I established my brand, and here I am now. Excellent. Thank cool. you. And last we have Andrew and Pierre from Mir de Deux. Did I say that right? We've been practicing. So if you want to talk about yourselves and give a little introduction... All right, so I'm Andrew, as you guys could see, um, or here. Uh, so basically, uh, with Mer de Dieu, it's something that we like came up with, I'd say maybe like three years ago. We, you know, just decided like, hey, we don't really like what's out there, and we really like styles. We really like clothes, so let's start something of our own. So that's how Mer de Dieu came into effect, and um, yeah, man. Uh, Pierre, you like to add anything? Yeah, basically, uh, that's what happened. It kind of inspired us to, to think outside of what we're seeing and and whatnot and just, like, cater to, to people who are like-minded and um, want to just try new things, you know? So that's kind of where it came from. Excellent. Thank you. So I actually had a question for Pierre. He, you see us as individuals, right? And then maybe you build a team as you go on. But you guys are already, obviously, the two of you, and that's, there's more, but there's the two of you that we see and hear right now. So can you guys talk about that dynamic? Because me and Phoenix were, were ourselves, right? So, yeah. like, are you guys related? At, you guys aren't related, I believe, but, like, just talk about that and, like, that dynamic. Yeah, we're basically brothers. So, like, we knew each other for, I don't even know how long, like, more than half our lives. Yeah. So um, I would say, like, 15 years, actually. Um, and also with Mer de Dieu, it's not about an individual. It's about the whole concept of us building a team, a collective. So even when we do add more people to it, it's not about me. It's not about Pierre. So like I like to use this analogy, you know, like to be successful in a hunt with wolves, you got to be basically all one team. A wolf can't hunt on its own, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what Mer de Dieu is. It's basically a pack, you know? Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's nice cool. Analogy. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. And then Phoenix, what about you? I'm basically on my own for everything. So, because I study the techniques about design. So, basically, I did everything my own from illustration to pattern drafting to constructing. So, it's, it's my own story. Basically, I'm just trapped in my workshop. Excellent. Working on everything. But the good side of it is that I know every single piece that I created. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. Andrew? And Pierre, did you guys go to school or anything like that? Self-taught, a little bit of both? 
Uh, I went to OCAD. I went to Seneca first. Okay. Worked, so I did graphic design. And then uh, I went to OCAD and did Digital Futurist, where like I was learning about uh, 3D animation. And, and then it got into like wearable technology. And that really like opened up an entire universe for like what we're doing now. And so um, I think with that background, it kind of pushed me to, to think about um, the future and like what can fashion look like in the next five, 10 years, you know? And that's where we're at right now, and it's very exciting. That's awesome. That's where CeeLo and I are actually dabbling in right now with in fashion tech. With our collab. Yeah, and uh, authentication mainly. Um, can you talk about how you're incorporating tech into your fashion? Uh, yeah, like, uh, okay, for example, we have this coat. It's like a neoprene um, long trench coat kind cool. of thing. But, um, so, Mer de Dieu, translated, is Sea of Gods. So, with that analogy back to the whole wolf thing, um, it's the same thing with like a sea of gods, like a sea of people who, who have the capability of creating great things and building great worlds. So like that's, fast forward, um, with, this, with this like wearable tech, like we just, um, see I'm, I'm kind of ranting off now. No, no. Right but, uh, yeah, right we're, we're with Basically her, like, well, back back to like the the neoprene. Um, so that material is is kind of a reference to like scuba divers. Cool. And um, the the type of wear like equipment that they wear. So it's it's kind of like a spinoff of that, and um, we just kind of hope to like do the same thing with the next the other collections and moving forward. It's just kind of figuring out what um, fabrics and textiles like work yeah you know? and makes sense and, and makes sense yeah like you we're not gonna like go all out and have like a bunch of stretchy like yeah you know cool uh, knits and stuff but yeah that's awesome and let's bring it back to phoenix for a bit so phoenix can you talk about a little bit of your back end inspiration and what you bring to the table um i think my inspiration is pretty much observing people around me sometimes i see people on the subway or people on the stage or people attending weddings or special events like I feel there's a lot of people that they have a lot to express and they have a spark in their eyes, but they, they don't have the outfit that really speak for them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's basically what like inspired me, encouraged me to create and design. Awesome. That's cool. funny you mentioned that because I'm, I guess I identify as like a businesswoman. And what do businesswomen wear? I'm sorry, but we don't have our suit and tie nice watch, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes yeah. I don't always look as professional if I have a nice dress on or nice booties. And so that's, that's interesting you bring that up. So how do you guys think school did or didn't help you? Do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's not necessary? Do you think it's a plus, a, a, um, a minus? Like what are your guys' thoughts on design school, fashion school? Um, with that I think like what whatever you choose to do like if you're going into school like no matter what it's a plus like even if like you're there for a year or hmm. whatnot like you're gonna have a year of networking with other students other like-minded people uh, professors that can like um, introduce you to new resources that you probably can't just like being on the streets so like I think it's important regardless you know like it just depends on how you use it basically absolutely yeah yeah, I agree. You agree? <laughs> yeah. Phoenix? Um, school for me is like it's building the foundation 
for what you want to do. Like you have your ideas that what you want to create, but then you lack of the, the skills. Say, I don't know how to put the pieces together or how to like treat the fabrics. Right. So they give you the knowledge, but then in terms of how you bring it out, mm-hmm. that's like your designs or your statement, then that's, that's extra work. But I think school definitely helps. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. cool. Ty, don't worry, we didn't forget about you over oh, there. Oh, no, I'm just getting footage. <laughs> I'm all about content, so. Content creator, love it. So, over at Fashion Forward, the last last uh, podcast we did with Kayla, she, she kind of touched on its background story and all that, but if you want to go, go more in depth about it, and, and also your journey and what brought you to do Fashion Forward and not something else. It's, it's funny because when I meant, when I think about the story, um, it kind of connects with like reality TV. I remember I was literally sitting down in my living room and I was watching, um, I don't know if it was Housewives or something. Yes. So don't, don't, Girl. don't judge me. Don't judge me. But no I think I was watching Housewives and there was a fashion show that they were doing and I'm like, oh my God, that looks super cool to put on a fashion show. And from a business standpoint, I've always wanted to kind of have my own business, own my own, just kind of have something for my own. Um, just to give you a little bit of background, um, I'm actually a human, re- my background's human resources, so, Excellent. which is totally not, doesn't make sense to the fashion world. Um, but when you look at the, I think there's a part where we're lacking a lot of um, designers within Toronto and I think we have such great talent here in Toronto and they go unseen for the fact is that we don't have the right networking we don't have the right branding tools or whichever like for example Jennifer Lee which is um she's originally from Jane and Finch um and she was making shoes from years ago and no one gave her that attention until she took it now to the United States wow and now little Kim is wearing some of her pieces and it's a shame that you have to leave Canada in order to be recognized so having a platform such as fashion forward our intent and our mission is to hopefully get our designers out there recognize or even a stepping stone towards Vancouver Fashion Week or uh, Montreal Fashion Week or uh, Paris Fashion Week actually one of our designers last year went on to Vancouver Fashion Week and Paris Fashion Week Um, really yeah which was pretty exciting and that alone like when people say you know what's what's your proudest moment that's my proudest moment where it's like I can pat myself on the back and say job well done. I know I want I want to get yeah, emotional. No, really, we get emotional a whole lot. Um, and I remember last year is being, especially being um, new as an uh, a new entrepreneur, and I would say mompreneur because I have two beautiful kids, oh, um, nine and eleven. So I would say more of a mompreneur. Um, but we were featured in the Toronto Sun last year, as well as um, Vancouver, Edmonton, Twenty Four Hour Toronto, various magazines as the CEO and founder of a company which a fashion forward and to me that's astonishing um but the journey itself has not been easy um I would say being an entrepreneur is not peaches and cream everything is going to go smoothly it's a lot of hard work a lot of dedication discipline just to make sure that we're covering everything so even with the show coming up so whoever's listening our show's coming up on October 21st get your tickets if you haven't got it as of yet but it is definitely um the end result is is what we we look out for it's going to be beautiful so. that's awesome yeah what a great story and thank you just as a female like wow yeah. way to go thank you, you just went out and you got it um i wow that's awesome thank you what if you could tell yourself something when you were in high school what would you tell yourself if you could go back who you are now advice to yourself in high school what would you say focus i find that you know no one's perfect 
you know, my my background of schooling is where, oh, my friend's saying, okay, let's skip last period. Like, oh, yeah, let's do that. You know, I think I would be a little bit more self-disciplined um, growing up. But I think it's all a part of growing and learning and elevation. So to me, if I was to look back and give myself my own advice is to be more self-disciplined, is to graduate instead of at 18 versus 20 and, you know, making better decisions. I think that's the only thing I would kind of look back at because all of that helped me to be who I am right now. So I wouldn't say, oh my God, it's like a downfall that, you know, I didn't do things the right way, but it's it kind of made me who I am today. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Anyone yeah. else? <laughs> Any advice to yourselves in high school? I would have just told myself, whatever you, whatever you think of, like you want to do, yeah, just do it. Like, don't hold back because nothing defeats like doing it because I don't know, like what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get at is like, if you want to go ahead and like I don't know like make a sculpture or whatever why are you just lingering on just do it, just do mm-hmm. it. if you want to do your own fashion show just do it yeah yeah. yeah. even if you fail fail yeah. forward exactly yeah. right? fail forward exactly and you're going to have a lot of no's like I mean we've heard so many no's and it's super depressing and it's like but there's so many no's comes with so many yes so as long as you keep that positive mind frame that even though a door closes you kind of put your foot there it's kind of you can still see the crack you can still see the light yeah. it's not fully open yet but it'll be open soon wow that's yeah. awesome yeah what skills do you guys think entrepreneurs all, all four of you think that they should possess like if there's one key skill what do you think it is or well, what's just one skill that you think they should have to help them continuously grow other than hard work, because I feel like everyone says hard work. Mm-hmm. I'll start off by saying resourcefulness, because I feel like resourcefulness yeah. isn't talked about. We talked about it on the last last podcast, yeah. and I feel like it's something that's not um, talked about or not talked about enough, as opposed to something like yeah. hard work. We all know you gotta you gotta work tirelessly, mm-hmm. gotta have some sleep sleepless nights. We all know that, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> um, so, but the thing is resourcefulness, right? Being taking what you have to make the opportunities that you don't have, mm-hmm. right? So what skills do you guys think? We'll start with Phoenix. Um, I think it's going to be, say, like the human aspect of this, the human skill, like really. That. It's like good. how you approach people mm-hmm. and uh, how do you get people to know about you. And then to mm-hmm. me, that's like the hardest part. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I want to say humble. Mm-hmm. I think humble because... I think you, you, and I think with humble, it's just remain grounded, yes. you know, and to kind of remain, like, I never want to change who I am, like, no matter if one person knows me till the whole world knows me, I want to remain humble and grounded because that will allow you to kind of make sure that you're chasing the right dream. So you're not losing it. And, um, cause a lot of people feel that in order to be successful, you have to do it for the love of money. So do it for the love of being remaining humble and for the passion. Awesome. Cool. Um, this one's like just out of the field, but like I think like for me, like what I do sometimes is like let's say we have like a like not an issue, but something that we need to figure out how to resolve. Like you gotta go back to like when you're doing your puzzles, like mm. as a kid, you know, you're like I don't know where that piece is, but like I gotta find it and I gotta figure this out. Like this, this is definitely supposed to be here. I just need to figure it out. Yeah. And like you have to kind of take that step where you're like, whatever. Let me just try. Like let me try to like step into this and like fix it as I go along. Like there's gotta be a solution somewhere. So it's like you gotta kind of like just 
um, take that step and jump into it. Awesome. Like, that's it. Yeah. I love that. Great. I think um, in terms of like having a skill or um, to be an entre- entrepreneur is your outlook and your approach on things. So you always got to be super positive because if anything could just like anything could just basically ruin your mojo and you got to know how to reset and get back to that same positive attitude to get to like, you know, to, to have that same positive attitude and actually have that mindset where whatever you're doing like right now is probably it's it's leading up to something even greater. So what I mean by that as well is like I don't know, you can work like a shitty job, but yep. you're working that job towards your goal of being that entrepreneur to, you know, fund your business or whatever it is. So you got to have your attitude to be 100%. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Can Andrea, I, can I add you? One? Yeah. yeah. I would say grit. So I remember watching this TED Talk a while ago, and they were talking about this woman. She's like, I'm a psychologist, and I've been researching what makes people successful. And it's not being really intelligent. It's not good uh, good scores. Privilege has a lot to do with it. But what makes the difference is grit, right? And if you're, you've got, you've been denied from five jobs, but you go and you keep applying and you apply the same jobs over and over again, you have that grit and you just stick it out and you just, you don't take no for an answer and you prevail. I think grit. But I think we, I think all of those points are really, really great. Yeah, I think that was great. Anyone else have any, like, closing remarks or anything they want to mention, touch on? Um, we should mention all these in. Yeah. October 21st. Yeah, definitely. October 21st. If <laughs> get you not say, Yeah, get your tickets on www.fashion46.ca. On top of all of that, each designer has their own individual page. So you're, you get to know a little bit more about their background, their stories. And what we're doing a little bit uh, different from, you know, other fashion shows is that we've actually interviewed all of our designers. So before um, having them come out on the runway, you actually get to hear their background, their stories. And I think that's very important because it allows you to have their appreciation more of the designers and just their, their growth. You know, I've been to so many fashion shows where you see their logo. I mean, the only thing I, I, I know or when I leave there is that their clothes are really amazing and I know their logo. I don't know the individual. So I think that's what we, we stand for is we put our designers first. And um, so that's where we're doing something a little bit different. So if you were to come out to the show, you're able to get to know a little bit more behind the scenes of the designers. And also not to mention CeeLo, who is definitely introducing us. He is one of our Fashion for 2018 designers. So shout out CeeLo. Shout awesome. out CeeLo. anything else to add or no no all right that was amazing i'm glad you guys could all make it um glad glad you guys could and it was fun yeah phoenix andrew pierre and ty thank you so much thank you thank you you.